Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Apia, dedicated specialists ready to help. Call 13 50 50. Apia, get set, go. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. G'day, welcome to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show, part of the Sporting Capital on SEN. Sam Hargraves with you. Big show for you tonight as uh, a lot of our bowls community continues to persevere through lockdowns, as does the rest of the country and the communities that they're in. But we will head over to WA, who are in uh, a state of sort of normality, and speak to Clive Adams, the regional bowls manager in WA. He's hosting... Uh, he's the host and commentator of Rinkside Live, and he's got a new podcast as well for Bowls Australia that we're looking forward to hearing uh, all about. But first, before we get to him, uh, our number one ranked Jackaroo at the moment on the men's side, uh, Corey Wedlock's been good enough to jump on the line with us. G'day, Corey. How you going, mate? Look, I'm good. Uh, how about yourself? How are you travelling? Uh, Shell Harbour, your location. How have you been managing uh, lockdown life? Yeah, it's not too bad. Obviously, um, just trying to keep as busy as possible. Um, obviously, lucky enough to live near the beach, so going a few walks along the beach and, um, yeah, just trying to um, stay busy and positive and that. So, yeah. When we were able to get some bowls happening, Corey, you had a brilliant year. Uh, two BPL titles, two Australian titles and silver in the Australian Champion of Champions. You must be really happy with your performance and the success you've been able to enjoy this year. Yeah, and no, really stoked um, how I was playing and um, obviously lucky enough to grab a few titles. Um, a lot of them with uh, good mates too, which makes it that little bit more special. So, um, yeah, pretty stoked with the, the year I was having. You finished 2020 and 2021 season as the number one ranked bowler in the country. How much of an honour is that for you? Oh, yeah, that's huge, obviously. Obviously, um, to be ranked at, uh, number one in Australia is um, fantastic. There's so many um, class players out there. And um, to finish on top's um, awesome. I know I've obviously been pretty close the last few years, but um, to find the um, grab number one is awesome. And obviously I can't do that without uh, a lot of my teammates along the way that um, I've partnered up with and um, had success. So got to thank them too, I suppose. Is it a goal you've set for yourself? I don't know if you're a vision board guy. I don't know if you're a bucket list guy. I don't know how you set up um, your aspirations in the sport, but was that certainly one that you had uh, on the whiteboard? Ah uh, yeah, for sure. Obviously, um, growing up, wanting to play for Australia and as my main goal. But obviously, you take one event as it as it comes. But um, obviously, um, to finish number one um, in Australia is obviously um, a tick off the bucket list. How have you ensured that you maintain that consistency? I mean, obviously, last year was tough, especially, and and this year continues to be as well. But how do you maintain your focus? I uh, suppose just uh, we're pretty. I'm pretty lucky here at Rilla. We got um, so many class players. Obviously, you got Jeremy Henry, Aaron Tees, Gary Kelly, Brendan Aquilina. So you got four other international players to feed off. And I suppose we just um, we we practice together, train, play, and we we um, uh, just get a lot out of that. I suppose. And um, 
we feed off each other and um yeah so it's pretty lucky here at Rilla to have so many class players to um practice and train with when bowls came back to the national calendar in feb it was sensational now there's been another absence um when when something like that happens when you can't do what is maybe the biggest part of your life how big a hole does it leave for you how do you manage a time without being able to do uh, what you love yeah, no, it's been obviously really tough. We've no one's ever sort of been uh, through something like this, but um, sort of just taking time just to sort of work on myself. And obviously, um, I can't see uh, family too much, but I got to see him a, a little bit before the um, just before the lockdown. So yeah, just spending time on myself, and obviously I get to spend a bit more time with my girlfriend too, which is good and makes her happy. <laughs> Through the current spate of lockdowns, um, how much have you been able to get onto a green? Uh, not at all, actually. So I haven't really played since... Um, well, I haven't played at all since um, Aussie Open in June. Um, so, yeah, just yeah, just um, trying to work off um, them little one percenters off the green. That's going to um, make me a better player when I get on the green. Have you got some exercises and drills that you do? I mean... I sort of speak about this a little bit, but I'd imagine that your your release and your delivery of every bowl, um, I equate it to a lot like a, a basketballer shooting free throws to a golfer, you know, swinging their drive. It, it it has to be that sort of second nature thing. So what kind of exercises and drills do you do, Corey, to, to make sure that, that that doesn't lose its natural fluidity and um, you, you don't sort of grow apart from it? Yeah, yeah, I suppose um, just working on... Um your leg strength, um, obviously the, your lunge and like if you're playing a full day, the amount of lunges you have, obviously having a delivery is a lot. So just working on your leg strength and I suppose core strength as well. But just mainly just trying to keep um, just nice and fit and obviously mentally um, strong as well. So just working on them things. Speaking to Corey Wedlock on Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show uh, on the Sporting Capital. Um, we do it all for Bowls Australia, local legends wanted. Search Bowls Clubs near me and for Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia, the number one ranked male bowler in the nation at the moment. Um, where, what have you been working on in particular um, after your meetings with coaches? And, and, and with those meetings, what's been the focus uh, f- for you guys at the moment while you aren't able to compete and or really train? Yeah, it's just been been really about just um, what we can do to obviously do better. Like those one percenters off the green, that's gonna um, help us when we get back out playing. So trying to do everything we can um, off the green, as we can't control what's happening at the moment. So just trying to stay positive and focused and really determined. Obviously, we got com games coming up, so just trying to yeah do everything we can off the green to um, make us a better player um, when we get on the green and hit the hit it hard sort of thing. When I asked you about attaining that number one ranking, you mentioned that it was really, a lot of it was down, the first thing you said was down to the support uh, that your teammates give you. So at a time when you can't be around them, what do you guys do to stay in touch? Are we doing Zoom poker nights or, or how, how do you stay in touch? How do you keep the camaraderie strong? How, do you, how are you guys staying connected and making sure that that uh, team culture, that team spirit doesn't wane with the Com Games not too far away next year in Birmingham? Yeah, it's obviously hard because we all live in different parts of the state, but um, it's, we've been lucky enough to do a lot of Zooms and uh, catch up over that. But obviously I'm really close with um, pretty much everyone in the team, so I, I pretty I stay connected to a lot of them. And obviously you've got Aaron T's just up the road that lives 
um, there, and I'm pretty close as uh, Barry Lester as well. We talk a lot as as we have a connection at Burley Heads when I played Premier League up there. But yeah, I suppose I, I talk to a lot of them really. Like the Jackaroos culture, the big thing is that we're we're all one big family, and um, yeah, we just feed off each other really. And um, if we if we need help, we reach out and we just all help each other. And it's just yeah, it's really awesome. So the Zooms are really really good. We all get to catch up and. Just as simple as uh, what we've been up to, or what, what we've yeah, what we've been doing, pretty much. That's that's been good. Yeah. Speaking of helping each other out, Corey, does Barry Lester help everyone out by giving them some free wine of his? Uh, he's got his wine venture going <laughs> on. Surely, the great man reaches out and, and extends a bottle to all of the Jackaroos in these trying times. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Oh but he's not, no. He's, he's, <laughs> he's pretty known for his um for his dad jokes. So. <laughs> uh, he keeps he keeps the squad pretty um pretty entertained with them, I suppose. But um yeah, no, Baz is off, off, um a great guy and um he's a really good teammate. So he's good to have be around and yeah, he's just always upbeat and yeah, he's really good. So he's missing a trick there because every dad joke is a lot funnier if you've been able to ply someone with a couple of glasses of vino beforehand. He'd get much better laughs, I reckon, in the Zoom catch-ups if he's uh, equipped you all with some of his finest drops. But, um, mate, have you picked up any lockdown hobbies? Uh, not really, to be honest, but me, um, me girlfriend's a chef, so I've been, she's been oh, teaching me a few you. things on the cooking front. So, um, yeah, no, that's been good to, um, obviously not the greatest cooker, but... Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's been good. She's um, taught me a few things, so it's good. So with all things going well, what are you expecting next year? What, what What's the first event you're expecting to, to suit up for? Uh, I'm not too sure, to be honest. But um, there's obviously I played um, Premier League for Burley Heads um, last year, and that, that, that sort of starts early January. So there's that, or we, we have... Um, club titles, zone titles, which lead mm. to state titles. So just all that to start with. And then obviously um, train them really hard for Birmingham to try and get a spot in that in that five. Well, I think you'll be all right there uh, with that number one ranking. But, mate, all the best with it. Uh, obviously not counting chickens before they hatch and all that kind of stuff. And there's a, a little ways to go. But I uh, wish you all the best. Uh, hopefully it's sooner rather than later that you can get back out on the green uh, and start that uh, quest towards uh, higher honours at the Com Games. Uh, Corey Wedlock, always a pleasure, mate. Thanks so much for catching up with us on Without Bias. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Corey Wedlock on Without Bias. We do it all for Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted a Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me and for Apia, dedicated specialist, ready to help, call 13.50.50. So on one side of the country, of course, we're... We've got New South Wales, Victoria, all in heavy lockdown at the moment. But in WA, they're pretty much living an unimpeded life. And the regional bowls manager in WA, he's the host and commentator of Rinkside Live. And he's got a new podcast for Bowls Australia called The Right Line. Clive Adams is going to be our next guest on Without Bias after this. From the white outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Brought to you by Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Local legends wanted. A Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Welcome back to Without Bias, our dedicated lawn bowl show. Part of the sporting capital on SEN. Sam Hargraves with it. It was a pleasure to catch up with the number one ranked Jackaroo on the men's side in Corey Wedlock a little earlier. Just talking about lockdown life for him and how he's trying to stay sharp. There's Com Games happening next year. And at the moment, uh, given where he is in Shell Harbour in New South Wales, unable to train, 
uh, as we know, in lockdown and therefore unable to compete as well. So it was fascinating to hear on one side of the equation, on one side of the country. So we thought we'd head all the way across to the West and just get the comparison with what life's like for New South Wales and Victoria in terms of bowling, and then what it's like in WA. And there's no better person to speak to uh, about this than the regional bowls manager in WA. He's the host and commentator of Ringside Live, and he's the co-host of a brand-new podcast for Bowls Australia called The Right Line. I speak, of course, of Clive Adams. G'day, Clive. G'day, Sam. Pleased to be here, mate. How's things? Uh, things are well. Well, not as well as they are for you guys over there. <laughs> You've not only just got the grand final uh, today, but... Um, you guys um, are able to do something that uh, New South Wales, Victoria, certainly aren't able to at the moment, and that's get out on a bowls green. Um, you must be grateful. Yeah, we've been pretty lucky. We know we're lucky over here. You know, um, this, this thing can strike anywhere, and um, we've, we've, we've been fairly unscathed over, over the 18 months. We've had a few little lockdowns and things like that, but we've probably been more lucky that the, the, the heavier times that have hit us have been in our off-season, so... Um, not not when we've been out in the greens a lot. So, no, I was very pleased to was out in the green last weekend and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. What what's it? What do you think? What kind of difference do you think that's going to make? If all things are equal, then got BPL and things like that starting next year, and then the you know the the journey towards Com Games. Do you think there's going to be a bit of an advantage for some of the you know the states like WA, maybe South Australia, Queensland, when it comes to early form next year? Yeah, certainly been must have been a challenge for for particularly the the guys over in New South Wales and Victoria, and we certainly we certainly feel for them, and has still been a challenge to be able to find ways to stay in touch. Um, yeah, just not many opportunities to get out there on the green, but hopefully things will things will settle down for the for WA and South Australia, as you say, Queensland. Just been that opportunity to get out there and, and keep in with some of the the big competitions and so forth, but. Planning these things is hard work at the moment, isn't it? And that's that's the that's the difficult thing. You know, you look ahead two months and you say, well, can we have this event? And it's been a real challenge for all the event organisers, no doubt about that. I probably should have put Tassie and the NT in there, of course, as well. But um, I think everyone knew that the line of questioning. Um, Clive, you yourself, though, personally, COVID has sort of followed you <laughs> hot on your heels around the country uh, for parts of the year. Just give us a little insight into uh, your run-ins, so to speak, with COVID throughout the year as you've been jet-setting around the countryside. Yeah, it certainly has. A few of my friends have been asking me, what have you been doing when you've been going to some of these places? Because uh, the Australian Championships was the first one. Of course, we know that was uh, knocked on the head halfway through the event and on returning to WA from that one, I did have to do a 14-day uh, isolation. Uh, luckily enough, I was able to do that alongside a, a good mate of mine in Tristan Smallercombe, of course, who won the Australian Champion of Champion Singles uh, yep. uh, a couple of months prior to that. But uh, luckily, we were able to to get in together and uh, and keep each other company, if you like, for the uh, for the two weeks. But then the Australian Open, I got back one day uh, prior to when another isolation would have kicked in uh, from the uh, from the Gold Coast, and then. Had a trip to South Australia in my regional bowls manager role, my senior regional bowls manager role, and again got back one day before more border restrictions kicked in, and it would have been another 14 days. So, been a bit lucky. It does feel like it's been chasing me around. Uh, well, mate, um, I think you've um, you could have been a lot worse, but uh, we'll, oh, we'll, for sure. For hey, sure. you're joining us to talk about a brand new podcast that Bowls Australia and the Bowls community should be very excited about as well. The Right Line. Talk us through this show and the ideas behind it? Yeah, it's exciting times, you know. 
Um, Bowls Australia has now got its its own podcast, and and I guess it's an opportunity to look deeper into the sport and the personalities of the sport, uh, and that's that's at grassroots level as well as the the top level. And I guess without the time constraints of TV and radio and so forth, it's, mm. it's an opportunity to to be able to delve a little deeper and you know give people some some really interesting stuff to listen to. What will be the main focus of the show? Mm. I guess get inside the minds of the, the players, the clubs, everyone around the country and, and really get into, I guess, some great stories, some wonderful stories, have a bit of fun along the way uh, and, and really get the, the inside word of uh, right from the, the, the horse's mouth, I guess, of what's going on all around the country. You know, And, and people will be able to listen in in their cars, uh, you know, whenever it suits them to be able to tune in and listen to uh, listen to us having a bit of fun as well as giving them some great information and, and, and exposing them to perhaps some stories they wouldn't have otherwise heard. It's interesting, isn't it? I've, 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 got, just, I've just got this little feeling that Bowles is on um, the precipice of a real surge when things get back to the closest thing we can to normality, just in terms of, I suppose, the next quantum leap in the game. It's something that I've, I've, I've spoken to Karen Murphy about a little bit uh, in her role with Bowls Australia and Rebecca Van Ash as well and um, and talking about what will be the next big leap and it certainly looks like analytics of the game and the way in which bowlers prepare and um, the, the analysis of um, of, the, of competitors and, and everything in that space, almost that high performance space um, might be the next big frontier for bowls and, and, and I'm wondering whether you're sensing the same thing and will that be a little... Uh, tangent that the podcast can can explore as well. Yeah, it certainly is. I think that space is a really interesting one for bowls. And uh, you know, I, I actually got involved with doing some stats at the last BPL, and and some of the insights you can get into, mm. you know, um, the the wins and losses of ends, when to use power plays, particularly for that format. You know, when to use power plays. What what's really a success instead of, you know, I think sometimes we think we know. But having that data in the background to be able to really back up tactical play is uh, is a really important added aspect to to bowls that perhaps we haven't seen that much of. I think a lot of the a lot of the data that we've used has been more anecdotal rather than the the, the actual studies of of it. And it's something that I'm really passionate about. I love the numbers and all that sort of stuff. So I really get my teeth into that. It's funny, Clive, because that's one of the the unexpected consequences, I suppose, or uh, or bonuses that came out of um, the Big Bash and, and tw- 2020 cricket was we all thought that was going to be hit and giggle and it'll all be this exciting, you know, fireworks display, which it so often is. But what coaches are telling us now is it's just an all-out um, analytics, tactics and strategy um, style of game now that, that really is for the, for the thinkers. And you would never have thought that about uh, about T20, and it's fascinating that that's what the BPL has started to to come started to go. That's the road that the BPL started to go down. So that is really exciting. Where can we find the show? Yes, so you can check out the show on well, it's basically on your favourite uh, on your favourite podcaster. Really, I mean, it's available on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. So. Uh, shouldn't have any trouble finding it, and um, you know you can uh, tune into Lindsay Clark, myself, and and Val uh, as regular hosts. And we're gonna, I can, I can let you know, little inside word that we're also gonna have Carla Krasanik joining us as well. So fantastic. Where else would you go to hear two of the Jackaroos, uh, two of our stars of the sport, 
uh, talking about all things bowls. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's going to be very engaging. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and can listen to that uh, straight after you listen to Without Bias every week. Uh, For sure. Um, no, it's fantastic. The more of those kind of shows, the better. And, and, and this one sounds like... It's going to be absolutely brilliant, and I'm sure it will be with you at the helm of it, mate. Hey, you, in your role as regional bowls manager in WA, mm. how have the clubs been able to to operate uh, through the pandemic? Um, as you say, that you've had a few scares along the way, but by and large, how are the clubs faring? Yeah, as I say, the the big key was that you know the the big part of COVID uh, in WA was was sort of this time last year, and it was sort of. It was cleared up before our season, so we had a pretty untouched season. Certainly, there were some events that that couldn't quite go ahead, but they were in the minority. And whilst we had a couple of pennant days where we had to wear masks and so forth during games, which was a little different, um, overall we got through a, a season of bowls reasonably unscathed. The clubs themselves, they've been really good in terms of staying aware. Uh, it's been part of my role, of course, and, and all of our roles in the regional bowls manager space to keep clubs up to date with, with what they could and couldn't do. And probably the trickiest times is when you're, sort of in, you're not quite in lockdown, but you're sort of coming out of lockdown. That can be the tricky times, and it gets people wanting to get out in the greens and sort of saying, well, why can't I go out and have a roll-up as my exercise and things like that? That's probably been the challenging times. But overall, uh, our clubs have really... I mean, it's a hats off to them because most of our clubs in WA are run by volunteers and they've done a wonderful job in staying across all of the all of the governance around uh, COVID and the like. And have all your events been able to get away as scheduled? Pretty pretty much. Um, as I say, the only the only real problems we had were right back in, in March last year when we uh, when we initially started going into lockdowns and so forth. So we lost a few events there. But uh, for the rest of uh, the most recent season, it was uh, it was it was pretty unscathed. So, as I say, Sam, we we continually pinch ourselves with how lucky we are over here, and we know it could strike any moment over here, and we just hope that uh, you know the vaccines are the answer, and that we can keep going along, living life reasonably normally. Clive, always a pleasure, mate. Really appreciate your time. It's great to get a, a look into how the other states are able to function and, and the different states of being that they're able to enjoy or not enjoy, depending on their circumstance uh, in this COVID pandemic, mate. So thank you very much. Good luck with the podcast. Uh, can't wait to hear it. Uh, the podcast, of course, will be The Right Line uh, with Clive and um, a heap of other of the, the big names in Lawn Bowls. So, mate, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. It, it certainly has, Sam. All the best, mate. Uh, Clive Adams, Regional Bowls Manager in WA. He's the host and commentator of Ringside Live and that new podcast for Bowls Australia, The Right Line. Hey, a big congratulations to Aaron Sheriff, our Right at Home Bowler of the Week. Of course, Right at Home Aged Care at Home. Right at Home is Australia's leading provider of home care and disability support. Aaron Sheriff took out the Gold Coast Tweed Champion of Champion singles events over the weekend. So a very worthy nominee for our Right at Home Bowler of the Week for the best quality and disability support, aged and nursing care at home. Check out Right at Home. That's it from us for another edition of Without Bias. Uh, wonderful to have your company, and we've done it all for Bowls Australia. Local Legends Wanted a Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. And for Apia, dedicated specialists ready to help, call 13 50 50. Apia, get, set, go. Sporting Capital continues after this.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.